I've done a lot of episodes on what it takes to make your dreams come true, but if I want to get clear, I have to keep it simple. It comes down to three things. Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out about me and how to work with me individually over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I'm diving into a topic that I have talked about over and over again on the show. But I also think it's the undercurrent of so many of the questions I get in my inbox, as well as so many of the comments that I see in various online interactions and in the introductory sales calls I have with folks when they're deciding whether or not they want to work with me. And what I'm talking about is the thread that goes along with the conversation around what does it really take for a dream to come true? Can my dream come true? How do I know if it can come true? And all of the worries and doubts that are tied to the idea of whether or not a business can be successful. And what I tend to notice and what maybe it's my shrink brain tends to hear sometimes behind the words and the questions I receive is, do I really have what it takes? Is this a good enough idea? I'm not really sure I can do this. I'm not really sure this is a good idea or that people will take it seriously. That last one around people taking your idea seriously, I think that's a sticky point for a lot of people that get in the way of their dreams coming true. So, you know, whatever you want your big life to be, I get letters a lot or comments and, you know, people sort of mention to me as an aside that not everybody who listens to this show is an aspiring business owner that sometimes people just want like actionable advice that they can apply to their lives. And, you know, I feel privileged and grateful to know that people find that here and that they can see the similarities and the analogies in their own lives and still work on making their dreams come true. But so often when I think about, you know, people talking about the big life they want or the big business they want, right? Because that's what I talk about on the show all the time. Get crystal clear on who you are. Know the kind of life and business you want to build for yourself and how you want to move through the world. And then make sure that at each step along the way, at each decision-making moment, you make decisions and take steps that get you closer to the life and the business you aspire to. That is the core of the work that I do, helping people make the decisions that move their lives forward. And what I see a lot of times when people are stuck in the dreaming phase, so they haven't actually gone full throttle all in on building a business, but they're not really, you know, hiding in the shadows and in the wings with nothing to show for it either. They're kind of taking these baby steps and they're being super cautious. It all gets tied to, do I really think this dream can come true? It doesn't come true for everybody. So who am I to think that my dream and the way I've planned this out could come true for me? And, you know, when I look at the people that I've seen over the years in both my brick and mortar space and the online business space, and when I compare it to myself, I think it comes down to three things. 
The first is probably the most important: is that you get out of dreaming stage and you decide it's going to happen. That it becomes a decision you've made. My life is going to have more of this or less of this. I am going to build a business that does X, Y, or Z, because so often people don't land in the decision because they're waiting to find out if people think it's a good idea. They're waiting to find out. Whether or not it's actual a viable product or service that people will buy, or they're waiting for the riffraff to kind of come in and the naysayers to say, "Well, you know, that's a crap idea," or "What are you thinking?" or "Good luck with that." Who's going to take that seriously? And they never move to the action phase. You know, and the more people come at me with the doubts and the questions, the more I kind of want to remind them of a social media post I saw from Tiffany and Company selling. A freaking paperclip for thirty nine dollars, and unapologetic about it. Just yep, you wanted to, a paperclip from Tiffany's with probably a little bit extra material than you get from your drugstore paperclip. It's gonna cost you. Or when I go on Etsy, you know, every time in October, there I'm bound to find several people who are selling the leaves from their yards that fall off the trees because people who don't experience autumn in their neck. Of the woods, buy them, or you know, do leaf pressing crafts and activities. But people are making money <laughs> selling the debris in their yard, like dead leaves that have fallen off trees. And so, when people say to me,、oh, "I don't know about this. Do you really think people will buy it? Do you?" It's never about that. It's about whether or not you have made a decision that something you want is going to happen in your. Life, and that you're committing to the steps to make it so. You're not waiting to find out if anybody else thinks it's a good idea. You're not worrying about the bank account and figuring out how much money it is and how much you're willing to rest. You know, risk. You're not worrying about the extra time and the hours that you may never get back. You're simply making a decision and saying, "The life I'm in right now, not this. I want more. I am choosing more." So. So often, when we talk about more, it's like I'm daring to want more, or I'm challenging myself to more. Like I simply want you to choose more, to say, "Yep, not this. I want more, and I'm going after it." To have made the decision, because so often, and I'm sure you could do it, this test with me too. Go back to any random old episode of mine, click play, listen to the letter, and you will see in the like undercurrents in the underbelly of any given letter is, "I'm really not sure I'm the one for this. I'm not sure that I'm going to be successful." And it's a difficulty in making a decision because they're waiting for the guaranteed outcome. Before they move, or they're hoping I'm going to prescribe the magic pill to give them that'll get them from point A to point B. When in actuality, what they need to do to get from point A to point B is to freaking move. 
you know, the next thing is there's so many good ideas out there. There's so many opportunities out there. I can tell you like, gosh, like <laughs> I could count up on all my fingers and all my toes and need a couple of extra limbs for all the ideas that I've had, all the little sort of side dreams I've had or side hustles. I, I kind of <laughs> fantasize a little bit about, you know, flipping property. I fantasize a little bit about um, contributing to the Airbnb industry by setting, you know, houses up for success and, um, you know, for successful rentals. I saw this show on Netflix um, sometime in the summer called Still Here. I don't know if they if they still have it on Netflix and if it's available for streaming, but it's basically um, a real estate agent and an interior designer going in, setting up rental properties to earn major bucks. And I like daydream regularly about doing something like that. Um, you know, and here's the thing is I can daydream all I want, but what's missing from that is a, the decision. Cause I haven't decided I want to do that. I'm still very sort of happily attached to the business I'm currently running, but I don't really want it that I I have the idea, I have the thought. I can't tell you how many times I see something and I go, oh, that'd be a really good business for somebody. But I don't own it as a good business for me because I don't want it badly enough. I can't tell you how many times in the business space and in the life space, people pick things that they think they're supposed to want. When I used to do therapy, I would talk to people and they would talk about wanting to lose weight and they would talk about wanting to be more active and doing things on the weekend that got them, you know, more activity or got them off the couch. And we would be working on these goals and we would sit and we'd spin and we'd sit and we'd spin. And finally, I'd look at them and I'd say, listen, like, what is your motivation behind getting fit? Like, why are you deciding that you have to pack your weekends with all these activities? Well, I don't want to be, you know, in my 50s and 60s looking back on my life and going, wow, I watched a lot of TV. And so, you know, when you think about that, I, I've said to them, I'm like, well, you don't want it badly enough. Because what you're saying is in the future, you don't want to look back at the choices you've made now and regret them. But right now, you're somebody who wants to watch a crap ton of TV, so stop pretending otherwise. Right now, you're somebody who doesn't want to worry about what she's eating or how much they're exercising, so stop pretending otherwise, because those things then become the should category. And sometimes we have to do things we should be doing and taking care of our bodies when we don't particularly want to. But those things don't belong in the dream category. Sometimes, you know, for example, doing those things is going to be a requirement to make our dreams come true. You know, daring greatly and going for our big lives, it requires energy. It requires stamina. You may need to get healthy in order to do that, but you can't make that the goal if those aren't the things you want for yourself. And one of the things I always, you know, kind of come back to is back in 2013, if, you know, I start looking back at my business and my history, I can kind of own that even though I didn't end and start closing my private practice until 2015, the sort of the end was making itself apparent in 2013 because I started looking for different income streams and I started looking for ways that I could move away from the count 
counseling world and try parent coaching. And I had such a history of working with really difficult kids and I was very effective at behavior management. So I sort of developed this side hustle and this side business offering parent coaching to people. And I didn't make a single dollar from it, even though I hired somebody to do the website, even though I kept a blog going, even though like by all means and purposes, I had the idea. The reality is, is that I didn't want it. It was just some idea I had as a way to get out of the stuck spot I was in with my private therapy practice. But when I look back with my 2018 eyes at my 2013 self, I can see all of the actions I didn't take, all of the ways I stayed small, all of the ways I kept this business from being a success, and why it never got off the ground other than the waste of money investment I put into it is because I didn't want it badly enough. For me, at the time, it was a means to an end. And this life you want, this dream business you have, or this time freedom or financial freedom, whatever you are working on for yourself, I promise you, at any point in time, it can bring you to your knees. It won't always. And sometimes if you really find work you love, and you're totally aligned with what you're doing and how you're serving and who you're helping and how you move through the world. Sometimes it really can be like they say that if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But I got to tell you, I love what I do. And sometimes, especially for this show, when I'm trying to come up with content for five days a week, I can tell you it feels a little bit like work. So that isn't necessarily a requirement, but you have to want it. You have to sort of picture yourself in that life and want it more than the life you have now. Because if you don't, it's going to just wither away the first time it gets hard. Because what's the motivation to push? What's the motivation to fight an obstacle, to problem solve, to overcome, to take a risk? If you don't really, really want what it is you say you do. And if you don't have a passion, if you don't have something that lights you up, if you don't have a vision of the life you want, but you know not this, you have to spend time building, you know, yourself up with curiosity and with wonder and trying things on for size. You have to start looking at like, I wonder if I would like it if A, B, and C. Maybe I would enjoy doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. And just exploring the world with curiosity to find where you lost yourself or where you have grown and changed so that things that used to be true about you no longer are or things that used to not interest you suddenly light you up or ideas that never occurred to you suddenly keep you up at night with all the daydreams, all the wonder and all the possibility. If you don't feel that way about your business, if you don't feel that way about your idea or this dream life you're creating for yourself, you're never going to make it come true. You have to want it. And a lot of times what I hear is people choosing business ideas because they think that's the business that's going to make them money. Or they choose their ideal client population because they think that's the target group that's actually going to pay them even though it's not the work they want to be doing. 
You have to be able to unapologetically own it, to connect to your ambition and to want more than what's in front of you. And then lastly, wow, I'm keeping this short and sweet. I think I don't know how many minutes I am, but I'm going to be wrapping this one up quickly. Lastly, you have to believe that it's going to come true. I think so often, you know, I talked about this the other day when I was talking to you about manifesting and trying to help non-believers who don't at all believe in manifesting and how it works. But like so much of making dreams come true is believing that it can. Having like the, the just the core strength in you, the the kind of quiet knowing that what's possible for other people is also possible for you. Because with 2013 in that parenting business, I can tell you I absolutely believed it was going to be successful. I thought people were going to be clamoring for my advice because I had all of this experience. It was, you know, something I was quite frankly more experienced in than offering adults mental health therapy. I thought it was a no-brainer, a slam dunk. I was going to hit it out of the park. I just had to tell people I was willing to do it. And lo and behold, what I found out is that parents really don't want advice from somebody who isn't a parent, um, beginning, middle, and end. They don't like admitting they're the problem. They often prefer to drop the kid off and have like the professional fix the kid rather than identify for themselves that there's anything wrong with them like or their parenting style. I didn't do my market research because I so believed it, but it doesn't matter because I didn't want it. I made the decisions. I bought the website designer. I, you know, I started the blog. I started doing all of these things. So I made a lot of choices. I really made the decision that it was going to happen. I believed it was going to be easy. And as soon as it wasn't, I abandoned ship and I jumped all together because I didn't really want it. I didn't care about it that much. I just wanted to get out of the insurance industry. I just wanted to start earning more money than the insurance payments were paying me. I, But I, I didn't really want to be a parent coach. It wasn't the thing that lit me up. And because I didn't want it, I didn't fight for it. And so often people are afraid to believe in their dream coming true. They hate this idea that they're going to tell the world, they're going to tell the universe, hey, I'm going to do this. It's so much easier and safer and less vulnerable to say, you know, I kind of had this idea that I might do this. Or, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of people who would be interested in this, but if I could find them, I will just. But if you don't want it and if you don't believe in it and you don't decide it's going to happen, it never happens. And then what ends up happening is you, you binge on my podcast, you read every personal development book under the sun, you follow every meme, but your life never changes. You don't get where you want to go. You don't start taking action on a dream because you're missing a step along the way. When you look back on the past year uh, and you think to yourself of the you who existed in January of 2018, what did you want for yourself? When you imagined that great big life of yours and you kind of like grabbed your dream with both hands, what did you do next? Did you really, without a doubt, unapologetically decide it was going to happen for you? 
Did you want it from the top of your head to the tips of your toes? And did you believe it was possible for you to? If your life and you're looking at the end of the year and you're looking at the year ahead that's looming before you, if it does not look the way you wanted to, if you are saying, nope, this doesn't resonate, this doesn't light me up, wrong answer, that is why your dream isn't coming true. You're missing the desire, you're missing the decision, or you're missing the belief that it's possible for you too. It comes down to those three things, my friends. I wish I could tell you that like this is it, beginning, middle, and end, and you're never going to get another podcast episode from me on this. But this topic is a trippy, (laughs) not trippy, it is a little trippy maybe, but it's a tricky, slippery beast. Um, And it, you know, the doubt and the worry and the fear, it takes on all kinds of different personas and it shows up in all kinds of sneaky ways. And we don't always see it at first. So if you're stuck in a story, if you can't get all three of those factors in your dream life and your dream business to line up for you, I'd really love it if you wrote to me. Find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. We can pick it apart. If we get enough, um, you know, sort of submissions on this, we can turn it into a little masterclass with different lessons for different businesses. I'm happy to continue the conversation. I want to set your 2019 up for enormous success, but it starts with you deciding, it continues with you wanting it, and then it finishes off with you believing without a doubt that whatever you want is possible for you too. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.